Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode number 238 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. The band is back. We're back. We are. Boy, oh boy, do we have a show for you. We do. We do. That sounded so ominous, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the nice bass in your voice just came out, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I should be excited or scared. (laughs) Or both. Look, the biggest news of the week in my opinion, yes, we're going to talk about the Indigo Disc and all of that stuff. That's at the second Mm -hmm. half of the show. Biggest news to me, though, is this week is this is the week we get Pokemon Concierge. We do. And I promised my daughter I would not watch any screeners. So I am excited to watch it. Wow, you are you you I, you are a paragon of strength. <laughs> I did not make any of my s- children that promise. So Netflix, please send me the screeners. I want them. <laughs> yes, Megan, you've seen the screeners like two though, days right? at this point, right? Yeah, it's yeah. coming out soon. I have uh, embargo terms to adhere to, but I can say oh. it is a show that exists. <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't. Re- we, oh man, I didn't. I didn't think there. I thought the review embargo was up already. Jeez, eh, whatever. Megan's seen it. It looks freaking adorable. I have to only imagine it's perfect. Uh, and so, so yeah. So that, anyway, that's what I'm excited for this week. Um, I, we'll just get into it. We'll just get into kind of the news. I'm gonna skip. I'm, I'll, I'll even skip the business at this point. The business by at this point, you already know what it is. We do the show every Monday, nine east, uh, nine Pacific, noon Eastern. Twitch.tv forward slash comic book if you want to watch live. Best way to support the show is leave a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the Discord in the podcast description. And let's get rolling. Yes. Let's. Uh, let's see. Uh, lost Pokemon cards found? Oh, sure. yeah. So this is, this is a pretty cool story. Let me pull it up. Um, because this was, um, this was like the random, like lost bits of Pokemon history that came out. Um, so you love that back in 2011, there was a qualifier, uh, that was, um, you know, supposed to take place in Japan. It was supposed to be like a regional qualifier lead to worlds. And then, uh, the earthquake and tsunami happened and, you know, mm. uh, they did not move forward with that tournament for obvious reasons. Um, So uh, that specific set of cards, there were um, seven cards that were never publicly released. 
and have only, you know, never been officially like seen. Um, and I think that, yeah, so these are the Japanese Pokemon World Championship promos and they have, um, you know, they, they've never like officially been released. And we only found out that they weren't destroyed like they were supposed to um, like a few years ago. And I'm trying to find the exact it was like uh, like maybe five or six years ago, if I remember correctly, they came out that they existed. Well, they've been officially authenticated and CGC has graded all of them. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I actually um, you know, more shocked that they went to CGC and didn't go to PSA. Well, you know, it's probably because PSA just didn't want to grade them because, you know, the authentication process for cards that don't exist, um, sure. you know, mm-hmm. and so. And so CGC said, yeah, we'll take it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, it's just it's one of those things I mean, where yeah. it it's, um, you know, like CGC, I think, has like a little bit more um, ability to do the, yep, like, the, like, re- work. the homework. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so that's that is you know, but so that came out, and so now these cards officially exist because before you know there were only rumors. Um, so so wait, yes. Like, uh, so, I mean, this feels like. I mean, where do we think value wise that these things go then? Right, because these are. Um, it's like, really does it just kind of fall in line with the rest of these kinds of cards that? Yeah, up, you know, so the, you know, I, there is. I, I'm sure, you know, because they're unique cards. Right. Um, but, you know, I kind of remember, like, there's the Blastoise promo or the Blastoise test, mm-hmm. uh, test print. And, um, you know, that one, I mean, that one does, uh, you know, was listed for $325,000. Oh, um, um, but that one, the number obviously, to just throw out. <laughs> well, I mean, you what know, a like, number to just be like, hmm, yes, this is a this is a price. Well, I was a little bit surprised. I thought it was a little bit less. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we actually do have a good, uh, you know, a, a, at least like, a, you know, a comp of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then I was like, oh, yeah, the Blastoise. Let me go and look it up. And as I'm talking, I see the price. I'm like, oh, it's 300. Oh, God, that's a lot of money. <laughs> These will not go for $325,000. No. Um, but, you know, they are one of a kind pieces of Pokemon history. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, I have several pieces. It's, you know, the equivalent of I own several uh, shirts and uh, apparel uh, from the Arnold Festival, an annual festival that Arnold Schwarzenegger holds here in Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, and I got them for the year 2020, hold a year up, hold that up. they we need printed. To rewind several <laughs> seconds, and I request a special oh. episode dedicated to your experiences at this festival. Oh no, the Arnold Sports Festival. It's like a really big, well. I, like ha- I have never heard of it. I need a whole I mean, special of me just Megan, interviewing you about this. Like, like you know, it is it is a known thing. Like, it's got like bodybuilding and like a bunch of like more obscure sports. Like, and by obscure, I mean like fencing, gymnastics, like things like that. Megan's bewilderment is more the fact that this happens somewhere in Ohio and not anywhere else. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) got everything here in Columbus. I I I guess did I, I I guess people don't really realize that yeah no arnold schwarzenegger like he his like bodybuilding start was here in columbus that's where he got his start before he became an actor he was 
a bodybuilder here. Oh, in sure. Florida. I mean, many, many people, many people on famous journey start somewhere, but almost never return home to build. A I mean, we have a statue of Arnold Schwarzenegger of the most bizarre tangents. Yeah, we, we have a we have a statue of like Schwarzenegger doing his like bodybuilding pose outside of our convention center. That's incredible. This is uh, amazing. And you know, people pose for it when they go to the Pokemon National Championships here in Columbus. We do I not mean, have a bronze statue of Pikachu, though, unfortunately. Man, it happens. You're missing out, man. <laughs> All right, let's get to some of the other Pokemon. Anyways. Uh, all right, so that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, po- uh, there's a Pokemon Sleep event starting today and, yep. a, and a Pokemon Go event. There's like a ton of events. They just announced like uh, just a ton of different events. So the Pokemon Sleep event, uh, uh, Deli Bird is coming to the game. Snover and Obama Snow are coming How into timely. the game. What? How timely. Yeah, I right. mean, yeah. it's Christmas, yeah. so... Yeah. Guy, throw out your Christmas Pokemon. Uh, so all those are going into the game. It starts today. Um, it's only available at the um, uh, the 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 first stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what the name of the stage is. Greengrass Isle, which has been done up in a holiday winter holiday theme. Despite the fact there's also an ice island, like <laughs> we don't go there. We're doing this at the main one. Um, so it's it's um, it's nice. I don't know. It's it's fun. Yeah. Are you still doing Pokemon Sleep? What? Yeah. Are you still doing Pokemon Sleep? Yeah. Yeah. I just got my first shiny after 150 days. Oh, what is it? Literally on day 150, I got a shiny Bell Sprout. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it's. I mean, better than nothing. Better than not having one, I guess. That's not like I'm playing this game. It's not like I'm playing this game for like like oh gotta catch them all or anything. No, like I know, but then it's like oh man, I got a shiny and it's Bell Sprout. <laughs> I mean, there's only like a hundred Pokemon species in the game, so like <laughs> you gotta, your your options are kind of low there. I, I will talk talk more about all the shinies I've gotten in the Indigo Disc just walking around the terrarium. <laughs> like I I swear to God, so I like walk in. Uh, just jumping forward, walk into the terrarium, starting the new DLC, like stroll into the savannah, which is like the opening section, and there's a shiny event on that. Like <laughs> the first five seconds of the game. It is ridiculous. And a good one. Yeah, all right. Uh, cool. And then what's the Pokemon Go event? Do we, uh, Pokemon Go, there is it's the Winter Festival, which okay. adds brings Deli Bird back again. Um it also Pikachu, Pikachu ha- in a Santa hat? Uh, Pikachu with a different holiday hat. It is a. It is kind of like a sand. It's like it's a weird. It is a Santa hat, um, but it's like not a floppy Santa hat. It's like an upright Santa hat, like a is, Santa party hat. Yeah, uh, Evie's got a hat. Feel is you know you know it brings back a couple of like older ones, like because there's Stantler with the ring uh, with the bells and Feel with a uh, scarf. Oh so my gosh! Those, there's a there's a holiday attire Psyduck. Psyduck also has clothes, I guess. No, he's not in this one. <laughs> During Winter but, Holiday Two, what is? It oh, called? that's part two. I'm looking at part one, and also Satoddle comes into the game because apparently there's no ice Pokemon in either the Alola region or <laughs> um, the Galar region. We're just jumping straight ahead to the Walking Whale. Um, so. Yeah, so that started. Uh, there's also was like a Kecleon event randomly. 
that oh. happened uh, in Australia only. Uh, also, also the big Pokemon Go news, and I totally forgot about it, is for like 30 glorious minutes, uh, black and white uh, Kyurem was in the game as awards. And people oh. were trying to figure out if it was like legit or not. And it was. <laughs> they didn't advertise it. Um, and you could only get it by like reaching your month end rank. And I think it was like, I mean, I'm pulling up the Neantic help because like Neantic help had a, um, those two Pokemon were unintended and the issue is now fixed. So those Pokemon are no, are currently no longer available. But so it was like, but were people, do people who got them kept them? That is a very good question. Oh, Calder, did you get one of these? You gotta let us know. So you had to be in uh, level twenty um, to. Um, uh, I'm not like, gonna lie; know. I totally forgot that this existed. What Pokemon Go? <laughs> no, not Pokemon Go. <laughs> Imagine that's just wiped from your memory. That's what Kyurem. Yeah, the fact that he's got black variants and white variants. Well, Jim. Yes. You know, it's funny because we'll probably be getting Kyurem Origin form in 2024 as part of the, you know, uh, Pokemon Legends Unova game. Or, you know, I don't even know. But I, I'm trying to think what the Gen 5, like, mythical would even be for them. Um, it's what, because Kel- Keldeo is one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, is it Deoxys? Is Deoxys the other one? There's too many. Oh, <laughs> Meloetta and Victini. Uh, so yeah, Pokemon Pokemon Legends Victini is coming. Um, everyone thinks that like we're about to get. I, we'll talk more about you know yep. uh, here in the second All right. half. And then so then let's get the last bit of news, which is just basically Pokemon Scarlet and Violet events for the year end, and then we'll take yeah. our break and we'll go right into the Indigo, Indigo Disc. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet events, uh, they are doing a big year-end mass outbreak event featuring Dratini, uh, Jangomo, and um, Duraludon. Um, and so Dratini will be in Paldea, uh, Jangmo will be in uh, Kitakami, and Duraludon will be in the Terrarium. And all three have a chance with the Joyful Mark. In addition to that, mass outbreaks uh, starting later this week through Christmas Day. Uh, will be Deli Bird with an increased shiny chance. Um, also, they are bringing back Walking Wake and Iron Leaves to five-star raid battles. Uh, that will start on Christmas and run through January 7th. Uh, also, prior to that, uh, they will be doing uh, the next seven-star raid, which will be Iron Bundle, and it will have the Ice Terra type and the Mightiest Mark and can only be caught once per save file. So Robot Deli Bird oh. and Deli Bird are coming to the game leading up to Christmas, and then uh, we're getting a bunch of dragons or robot dragons or dinosaur <laughs> dragons um, after Christmas. Hmm. And so, you know, we've, we now that the um, DLC is out and hopefully they have fixed the Paradox Pokemon um, raid issues, uh, maybe now it means that we can finally start capturing Paradox Pokemon in raids the way that we were always supposed to. And if you're looking for people to raid with, mm-hmm. head on over to our Discord. File again, you'll find the link in the podcast description. Uh, but it's a great way to kind of get involved and get the help that you need to get any and all this. Big shout out to Semantics, whose birthday 
is this Friday. So happy early birthday, semantics. Yeah. Love to see that. Um, I did. I forgot I needed to show this off. I had uh, the friend group I do I, that I started a, a D&D campaign with uh, in, during the dark ages of COVID. Um, we do. We've been doing a Secret Santa and my Secret Santa got me a Snorlax mug. Oh. oh that's adorable that's yeah oh i didn't even i at first, okay so i thought like oh this is a cute unlicensed uh pokemon thing and then i like i literally just looked under it and it's an, actually an official licensed i'm very go. glad that your friend didn't buy you knockoff pokemon stuff my 100 i 1000 percent thought this was something straight off etsy <laughs> my oldest uh is he got an advent calendar from a friend and oh, it is a knockoff Pokemon. Oh, calendar. really? So like a Pokemon a card one or like they're a plastic, gimmick? plastic figures. And like, you know, they're all like very much like the Chinese knockoffs. It's oh. I mean, he's, he likes them. Like, Although so I, I would have to say, though, uh, like a like I'm actually surprised that Jazzwares doesn't like put one out. That just is like smaller scale. Well, they do. The figures they do. Oh, do they? Hmm. They do. Oh, yeah. I had no there's, idea. There's what? Really? One. Yeah, they're super popular. Yeah. Where the hell do you get them? Sorry, I didn't Target. Mean to say <laughs> Target? Target. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, over there I mean, with like the Star Wars Lego and Marvel Lego advent calendars and the Funko you know. advent calendar. Oh, well, I take that, you know. I take that back. And now I'm looking it up and oh my gosh, look at that. It's freaking adorable. Oh, I mean, you like, go ahead and get one and just open up all the things <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> right. I mean, oh my gosh. You are you are uh you are batting up against the deadline for that advent calendar. Hold on. Are they do we know like do they have years? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Guess what? I got- I'd one last yeah, we've year. done we've done for the last like three years here. The 2023 know. one has a Geodude figure. I'm buying it no, just for that. No, <laughs> sure. sure, all of our friends that. have listened to your love of Geodude and they created that especially for you. And here you are. And here I am finding it out in the, in the 11th hour. It is December 18th, Jim. You gotta go pick it up. Oh my god, today. it's 40 it's 40 bucks. Yes, it, it is. is. I mean, oh. I will say this. If you wait, those things do go on sale. I always buy my advent calendars after Christmas for the next year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. That. That's how I, that's so like the I'm advent doing. calendar I'm doing for Pokemon this year is like last year's. And I'll oh, buy this good. one. It's got a pretty cute assortment of, uh, of Mons in it this year. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, I'm bookmarking this and buying it after Christmas. Just for the Geodude figure. Hey. I'm sure oh, it's there it's like, literally oh, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Hey, great job, Jazzwares. That's perfect. That's All right. Best. All right. We are going to take a quick break, but when we get back, a full-on discussion on the Indigo Disc, and I'm sure some tangents abound. All that and more when we're back in 60 seconds. <laughs> Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. 
and it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, I'm going to have to I have to start off with a, a small tangent only because now I went immediately to the internet to see uh if I can like just find a Jazzwares Geodude figure elsewhere. And in a sick twist of fate, uh if you could venture a guess Christian uh or Megan, the uh, uh <laughs> the other Pokémon that Geodude comes with in what seems like the only two pack uh, available. What what Pokemon would you guess that would be? I <laughs> I know the answer to this. <laughs> I will say it is one that uh, uh, I also went on a mini rant on a couple weeks ago. Well, Christian already knows, so Megan, I'll let you take a guess. I have literally no idea. I mean, I'd say something like Electabuzz or something. Freaking Mudkip. <laughs> oh no! It, it makes sense because I mean it does. Brock. <laughs> Brock's Pokemon includes Mudkip and Geodude. It yeah, does look never... like there is a th- there uh, there is a three pack with Glaceon and uh, Charmander. Um, I mean, that's a, a random, that's a so. random like collection of Pokemon. <laughs> it really is, but like I went to go look and I was like, oh, of course, of course, the my Pokemon that everyone hates comes with a Pokemon that apparently everyone loves and I hate. <laughs> So. Mudkip is is one of the popular ones. <sighs> that's probably that, and I'm going to make the joke. I'm going to make together. the joke already. Is like that's the only reason they. That's the only way that they could sell the Geodude figure is because people are coming in to buy it with the Mudkip. There, look, I did it myself. You, no one else had to do it. You're welcome. <laughs> Proud of you. Just got ahead. <laughs> All right. Let's talk uh, Indigo Disc because, boy, oh, boy, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know where we want. Do we just want to start with like the new? Where, where do you want to start, Christian? My let's let's start with my favorite topic of conversation, which is going and just absolutely breaking Kieran because <laughs> God was that satisfying. It was so much fun in this game. And I love the fact that when you bring out Ogre Pond during your champion battle against him, uh, he starts like he starts spazzing out. Um, and he's just like, you're going to bring out the ogre now? How dare you? And then like Ogre Pond's like, I'm coming for your Pokemon. I'm going to bonk <laughs> him on the head. I'm going to murder him. And then like everything about it is amazing. It is the, the entire DLC is about Kieran's acceptance that you are the main character of this Pokemon tale. And he is nothing but a lowly NPC. And it is amazing. It is the best story that Pokemon has ever told in one of their games. <laughs> it's a low bar, to be fair. Uh, yeah. But it is it is absolutely fantastic. Like I love the fact that when um, you find uh, Terrapagos, 
like and like Kieran like pulls out this crystal and it transforms into Terrapagos. Terrapagos like literally makes eye contact with you and starts waddling over towards you and is like, it is my new master. And Kieran flips out, goes, absolutely not, and throws a master ball to capture it. Amazing. A plus best part of it. It's a lot of fun. Also, the battling is great. Like, I love the fact that I actually have to create like viable competitive teams uh in this like it's it is literally um like i know people like like the battle tower but Mm -hmm. i find this to be like more rewarding than like the battle tower ever was um but that's just you know my personal take on it uh i like I really wish the game did not have the performance issues that it has. Yeah, uh, preach. But but because I think this, I loved the Indigo Disc in every way that I thought I was going to, um, and I, I like I definitely put it above the Teal Mask uh, mm-hmm. for it uh, for sure. Um, but good, good, but good lord. It some, some drove me nuts stuff. that just walking through the savannah, uh, savannah, whenever I came into like one of like the muddy pit areas, the yeah. game would start glitching out on me. Um, the big champion like cutscene uh, against Kieran lagged out on me, which was yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, the performance issues, like I'm not going to excuse it at all. It's it is a problem. Like I was surprised that flying around the terrarium, like once you unlock like the permanent fly feature, didn't some sort of like messy bugs i mean i saw so many videos on twitch online of people when they would unlock the flying feature that it was just absolute eldritchian horror glitches (laughs) all over their screen i will say that a lot like a lot of those type of ones are caused from like the union circle multiplayer effects like when for whatever reason like the union circle does fine um on a lot of stuff because I actually got to use it for the first time over the weekend because you have to in order mm-hmm. to unlock all the legendaries in the game. Um, but like I, I finally encountered one of them, and it's just basically when like if I were in a union circle and somebody is battling a Pokemon and I run past them because the, it's not like that union circle shows up on the uh, like you you don't battle like the battle doesn't show up on my screen. Mm-hmm. But when I run through, it shows up on his, the the other person's screen, and that's what causes like a lot of the nonsense. And I saw a little bit of that mm-hmm. uh, with like uh, I I ran into that with a battle where somebody ran through and it got all sorts of goofy on it. So like uh, you know, like I said, it seems to be limited to very Is specific. Orbit's just not a priority at this point. Like that's I, I don't I don't think it's necessarily a priority thing or, or not. I think it. It, it is, is what it is. It is what it right? is. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I the last think, DLC drop, I just... Well, it's, like, it's, it's, the, it's two things. There's there's two parts of it. One, like, the Switch is a seven-year-old system. Like, we, there are all sorts of lag performances with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon that people yep. just... And, and Sun and Moon. Like, and they literally just straight up said, we didn't think we were going to be able to make Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon for the 3DS because it was just too much for the 3DS to handle. Um, like you know, so those they they've had these performance issues before, you know, and so you know, the, like there's ways around it, but the problem is, is that you know within the development cycle that these people have been like Game Freak has been on mm-hmm. consistently, they don't have the time to clean it up, and also, you know, so are, be- 
are we more mad at Nintendo for just not putting out like the Switch Pro that has been rumored for the last two years? Well, I mean, it's going to be the Switch Two. It's not going to be a Switch Pro, right? Um, okay, like we have, like the Switch OLED was the Switch Pro. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I just think that it's it's just a matter of you know, I, like just to be blunt, because it's not you know we criticize the Pokemon games and for good reason. You know, like um, with the performance issues, but like a lot of like third party publishers, like basically anybody but Nintendo has these issues Mm -hmm. Um, and and Game Freak's a little bit weird because, you know, Pokemon technically is a first party game for Nintendo, but Game Freak is not a third party system. Mm-hmm. You know, or they're they're a third party publisher. They're, they they right. are not Nintendo. They do not know all the tricks of the trade. I'm sure Nintendo would. You know, they they have helped them out in the past. We know that there's very famous stories about Nintendo coming in at the yeah. 11th hour to go and clean up the Pokemon games. But it just does not seem to be, you know, Game Freak's expertise is figuring out right. how to optimize these games. And part of it is is when you have to release a game every two or three years, you're going right. to have these problems at that time. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I, and I'm not making excuses for it. Like I'm, right. I'm no, that's the thing. Like, cause it. I think, I think there are bones for a great game that are just truly hampered by, I, think I would I like, just, I think I would really like the game. <laughs> if I could just play it guys. Yeah. I have tried it on every form of switch there is. And it, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm cursed. It maybe I'll, it's just me, but Oh my God, I would love I'll to be, try to play it. I mean, Indigo disc story-wise, does look great. It looks mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Like Hari Suzumiya levels of insanity that I am all here for. Mm-hmm. But I can't play the stupid game without my blood pressure rising. So well, there were there were some there were some issues. Uh like, like this is how I know like it's kind of just like it where, where it's rough, right? Yeah. Some of the gameplay issues like even had my kid being like, all right, I don't want to play anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like my nephews, or they, they, this is what kills me. My nephews, they're like they're on, on my side of the family, they are not allowed to play video games. Like they, mm-hmm. they are, they have like not been allowed to play video games their whole lives. One right. of them just turned 10, and now mm-hmm. he's finally able for Christmas to get a video game. And he got his presents a little early, and he got Pokemon, you know, he got. Paldea, and he he's so disappointed because this is like the first video game he's ever played, really. And he's like, "Are all video games this bad? <laughs> like, do they look this bad?" And so I'm like, "No." So I I gave him my copy of like Kirby, and now he's obsessed with Kirby. But I right. hated that that was his first introduction I'll, to Pokemon. I feel like I failed him. <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be honest. Like you know, like I have a day one Switch. Yeah, like you know, literally I've owned it since day one, and I like you know, like I, I've you know, I have a copy of Scarlet that's on the OLED, and I have a copy on Violet that's on the day one Switch, and like you know, I have not experienced like you know, they're like other than like the normal stuff, like yep. I haven't like encountered any like game breaking bugs, like you know, anything beyond just like little weirdo stuff, which you know, it's just. You know, like, yeah, every once in a while, like, you know, like uh, with the camera feature, you know, mm. when you shift around the camera during a battle and stuff like that, like the, you, you'll go underneath the Pokemon if you're on a slant. And like that's those are I'm not again, not excusing the problems, but it's sure. like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, I have not encountered anything beyond, yeah. you know, like the normal goofy, you know, like the little minor technical blurbs i have yeah, not the, the the big breaking point for Nora was like we were the game froze mid-battle and like we lost 
a decent chunk of um yeah stuff that we had done and so like that was that was the straw that that, that broke her back apparently but again i don't want to like you know it, you know continue to be like well we, we know the performance issues we, are what they are the dead horse right yeah. exactly it's a bummer but, uh, what here here are some of the things i uh move on uh let's talk about some of the pokemon uh that have been added to uh, added to the game i think uh we'll talk about the the we'll talk about some of the new stuff but also uh, just in general this is probably the best mix of pokemon Mm-hmm. added to a game via dlc uh like even like go like even in the sword and shield days like i thought this mix of pokemon um I, I probably just more like had more of my ones that i liked than anything else and so that's why i like it best but like um so what, what what were your what were your thoughts on that? Because like I said, like I think that's that's always like one of the. I mean, we I know we've known about this list for a while, but like when you when you finally get to see them and whatever, like it's it's a it's different. Yeah, I um, you know, like I I think that the mix of Pokemon are great. Um, yeah. like it it's a really solid set. Um, like the the only thing that and it, but like one of the things that kind of like weirded me out was like we're in like Unova and there's not a ton of like a Nova Pokemon. And then I realized, Oh yeah, it's because why would they have them in a nature preserve in Nova when they can just go out into the wild and capture them? I was <laughs> right. like, duh. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's a really good mix. Um, I, I did do think that like, you know, the only issue that I found with the, the terrarium with the mix of Pokemon mm-hmm. is that because there's four regions and each of them have their own like set of Pokemon, I would have liked to see a little bit more like biodiversity within like the spots. Like there is a couple Pokemon that are only located in, in like very specific sp- like places. I would have liked mm-hmm. to see more of it. Like yeah. that, that was my like main issue there. Like it was like cool. Like there's only one place that you can find Cleaver. Like I'd like to see right. more of that. Like we got that with um, Kitakami and I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of weird that we didn't get that as much with the terrarium, but like overall, yeah. like, the 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 what they brought back was great and the new pokemon yeah. obviously are fantastic yeah uh, i thought it was a smart way to bring back you know to bring in a lot of the alolan variants mm-hmm. um which you know I mean, like it's been a while know. since we they've been catching well no they that's not true they were all in some sword uh sword and shield yeah uh, i'm but they weren't catchable for the most part in sword and shield they were giveaways right. Right. Oh, like, like it was nice to see the, you know, Alolan Sandshrew and, you know, and Vulpix, right? Like yeah. that's, uh, that's, you know, where we got the Alolan Geodude, which whatever, fine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I thought, I thought that was, uh, that was, uh, that was nice. And again, right. Like it was a, it was a nice mix, but let's talk about, should we, should we save Entei no. for the end part of this discussion, or no. should we just jump right, <laughs> jump right into? Oh my gosh, what did they do to Entei? Entei looks like the Chiquita banana lady, <laughs> and I don't care who you are to say otherwise. As soon as I saw that stupid model, I was like, <laughs> I know what this character is. I've seen this before, and me, I showed the picture to my husband, and we just stared at it. And at the same time, we both went the banana lady. <laughs> <laughs> It is the Chiquita Banana Entei. And part of it I love. I want a t-shirt now that's like the Chiquita Banana sticker, but I want Entei's face on it. And that's all I'll say. The uh, the the leak of that 
uh, when it got like leaked last week, didn't do that like gouging fire, which is its technical actual name didn't do it to me like favors because it also makes like Entei look like it has a buck tooth like i didn't have a problem with like the 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 the, mm-hmm. the bright crest you know that that fits within like you know that's what dinosaurs look like um sure. so i didn't have and any the issue. Been i mean <laughs> it, it, you know i didn't have any issue with that but like it made it look like it had a buck tooth and i thought that yeah. was like i see really that goofy. now and then when you like actually encounter it, it's like there's no buck tooth. Um, right, yeah, like no that's that's one of those things where it looks like far worse. Like the the leaks made it look like far goofier than it actually was. Um, the, I thought I I I liked and and the same thing with uh, Iron Boulder. Um, that's another one that just looks doofy. Um, like from the leak. And then when you like see like its Pokedex image and you like watch the video of it, it looks pretty uh-huh. good. Um, yeah. So like I liked I liked the new one. Hydrapple was is a great new Pokemon. Um, like that that Pokemon is awesome. I love the fact that uh, its heads just explode out of its apple uh, randomly when it attacks. Like suddenly it's like eight heads. That's freaking fantastic. Uh, I like the fact that we're finally going to get a new mythical Pokemon that uh, we are not allowed to talk about apparently because uh, Nintendo is checking out DMCA strikes like they're hot uh, when uh, referencing that. Um, but you know, that, that is out there and, uh, there is definitely a new mythical Pokemon that will likely be released, uh, come, uh, February, 2024, if I had to take a guess. Hmm. Um, I didn't realize that I didn't realize that they were, yeah, they started chucking them out like an hour ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think my uh, my thing with Iron Boulder, and I don't know if this is maybe just more of a problem with, um, you know, the 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 Paradox Pokemon designs is that like it looks a little too similar to just some of like the design is just a little too similar to like existing uh, Terrakion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. uh I, so like, I, like, but the, you know, but it's fine. I do think that's like the big flaw with the future, like the Iron Pokemon, like the future po- Paradox Pokemon. Yeah, is that they just look like cyborg, like they look like Mecha Godzilla versions of the various like yes. Pokemon they're based off of, which yes. is cool in the case of like Iron Spikes or like Iron Moth. Like some of them are really cool designs. Like Iron right. Moth is awesome. Iron Spikes is awesome. Iron Valiant's awesome. Um, even like iron leaves, like I, I, how they like had like the spindly legs on that. Yeah. But like with um, the like iron crown and iron boulder, I just feel they they look a little bit too close. Um, right. to well, that's their- a, and it's it just seems like like Team Rocket finally gave up on trying to steal other people's Pokemon and decided to build their own, and this is yeah. what they look like right, like um. And so, but that, but that, but like, like I said, that, uh, that's fine. Uh, I love, uh, I love Hydrapple. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like, that is a lovely, like fun kind of nightmare, but also a great kind of like, seems to me like the most logical, like evolution kind of thing that you could have done with that. And then like, it just feels like the one that has like the most thought put into it in, in a sense that makes, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. I I saw that and I was like, Oh, of course. And I love it. (laughs) I love the fact that they gave that, that to me, honestly, the thing I like most about Applin and Diplin is how that like, and just that entire, you know, 
how that represents like a new like evolutionary like mm-hmm. model for them because yeah. that one we got you know it was a divergent evolution and then yep. they introduced a new divergent evolution and then gave that evolution another evolution like that is that's really cool like that that means that you know that opens the door for them doing more cool stuff like that like can you imagine if they introduce like a new ev evolution next gen and then give that new EV evolution and evolution. Mm, um, yes. mm-hmm. Like, you know, like that's like, it gives you, or like uh Porygon two gets a, you know, like a stabilized version upgrade. Right. Um, yeah. Like, you know, you can do like now, like that they've done this, like whole, like we will go back and add branching <laughs> evolutions we, to we, things. We will fix some Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Like you can do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I just feel uh, like are, I'm always the Grinch at this section. It's appropriate give the holiday. Uh, I dislike all of them. <laughs> really? This is, I think, officially my least favorite Pokemon jit in terms of like monsters that are new. I am not here for it. I don't know why. Do you, I is like it because I, you don't like Paradox Pokemon in general? I don't. It's not even that. I think the idea of it's great. I just disdain all the ones that they've given me for the most part. Like, I there's just, I can't think of like, a really good example of like, except for, you know, Sprigatito that I'm like, yeah, I love, or I even really like these Pokemon from this gen. So I'm, oh, I'm see, so I tired. Think- I'm so tired of dissing <laughs> Pokemon. Like it feels so like antithetical to like who I am as a person. Cause I love Pokemon. I'm so tired of this gen. I'm so glad this DLC is out. So I can, it's all, it's like the, the evil has been defeated for me. I'm, I'm ready for what's next. And I really hope it's something I like because I really don't like being negative. But man, yeah, this has been I have I have not not a single single shot have I hit with this. This (laughs) See, there's definitely there are definitely like regular Pokemon from this gen uh, that I like. I think looking back, I think when we inevitably look back on you know uh the you know the the paradox and all of that of them i don't i don't think we'll look back on them as fondly as we look back on some others um but that said i like it but there's a there's a few of them that i still also really love and so i think it's it's a very like 50 50 kind of hit for me here um but i was gonna ask if we had to pick uh, a favorite between gouging fire, raging bolt, iron boulder, and uh, 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 iron crown, um, which one? Which one are you picking? Uh, honestly, I love gouging fire. Like I, I really like that design. Um, I, you know the the dinosaur, uh, the the dinosaur paradox beasts have just you know I what walking wake was in my team for all of um, mm-hmm. indigo disc, um, and you know. That is honestly like one of my favorite Pokemon designs of all time. Uh, so I love like right. the dinosaur Pokemon. Um, mm. They're they're awesome. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I think for me, uh, I think it may end up being Iron Crown. Um, although it's like I just pulled them all up again, and like I don't know what it is, and I feel crazy, but like Raging Bolt now in retrospect, looking at all of them, like is starting to grow on me, which I didn't think would happen. But Iron Crown is probably the tops for me out of those four. 
Megan just hates them all. So I mean, if I, I mean, Iron Leaves is probably my is the least offensive in my term, in my yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't really, yeah. I don't really care That's for right. any of them. Uh, can we now move on to uh, my favorite sea turtle, my favorite baby sea turtle, Terrapagos? Terrapagos, I freaking love. I uh, the the stellar it's stellar terotype. I freaking love that it is. Uh, a turtle crown on top of a turtle on top of yeah. a turtle globe. Um, like it's the, so first and foremost, the stellar terror type, I am actually like, was very um, underwhelmed by mm-hmm. um, like the, what it actually does. Um, you know, like which for uh, basically all of your moves are boosted, but each type of move is only boosted once. So if you have a stellar type, so the stellar type you're supposed to basically have, you get four attacks with it. Um, and you better, each one of your moves better be a different type of move because you only get one shot with each, which I, which is like, a, it's a cool niche and like might set up like a good counter, but I don't think it's, you know, I was a little bit over underwhelmed with what that mm-hmm. actually does. Um, but, uh, Terrapagos, um, great design. Yep. Um, I love the fact that when it attacks, it turns onto its side and like wiggles its fur at you. Um, like, and I like its new move, the Terra starburst or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, where it like, uh, when it's, uh, when, when the only thing I don't like about that is that it's a normal type move. And I also like that it's Terra shift technique where it basically, um, uh, like it's its ability shifts what uh the weaknesses are which is mm-hmm. um their terra shell that's what uh, the the terra shell move uh basically um when terapagos is hit by a damage dealing move at full hp it will always be not very effective um mm. so like basically the first time uh, you know, so basically it just halves the damage of all moves against it, which cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, this, uh, I love it. I just, I love everything about it. And so, uh, I will probably end up going on a, a merch spree once it all kind of inevitably drops, uh, for it. Um, the only just, the only thing I don't like about Terrapagos is I wish that it's normal form. Um, you know, I I don't like the fact that I can never use its uh normal form um like in, in the game, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Like that that's the only thing. That's a cool ability that, you know, it's it's basically like flavor text. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that that's my only additional commentary on that. Yeah. Um, well, we should probably then go to the, like what, what were, we kind of alluded to earlier in the episode and is this something that they'll fix, but why are there so many shinies? Uh, well, no, there's so many shinies. There's, it's just, I think that one, there's so many shinies because, um, this area and the, I don't think there's more shinies than there are elsewhere. I just think that how the DLCs are set up they're e- mm-hmm. the DL- the shinies are easier to spot. There's yeah, higher uh, concentrations of Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Pokemon are a little bit more concentrated. The types of Pokemon, uh, they tend to be a little bit, there are like lots of little Pokemon too. Um, right. 
but like I, one of my pet peeves about this is like I can't believe they did not introduce like the shiny sparkle. The worst part about it is they upgraded the lock <laughs> the on in the DLC. Yeah. So the DLC you can upgrade the lock on, and it will show like the um, what the gender of the Pokemon is that you lock onto, um, whether or not it's holding an item. Mm. But it doesn't say whether or not shiny. It's like that's what we all wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's like, wow, this is useless. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, like I did crack up because like I walked in, I've gotten three shinies in Indigo Disc so far. I got a Venonat, I got a uh, normal Executor, and I got an Alolan Geodude, hmm. which which I was playing in somebody else's game when I got. Um, <laughs> Joined the Union Circle, like went into the canyons, and suddenly look, there's a orange geo dude. I'm like, this one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, uh, well, I think that that you know this wraps up. Uh, I mean, outside of there's the, one other thing that we have to talk about: uh, well, the fact that these were basically like this was the Innova remake. Uh, so, uh, but they had multiple areas that were pulled directly out of black and white and put into this game. Uh, like the charge stone cave, like, you know, that's yeah. straight out black and white. Uh, the nature preserve comes back um, where you even battle a, um, after you unlock stellar types, you actually battle a uh, Garchomp up there. Like mm. a stellar Garchomp just randomly shows up. Um you know, so this is, you know, it like this is like Unova. So I'm really curious to see what comes out next year in terms of their Pokemon stuff, like what the Pokemon release will be. Because, you know, there's like a, a lot of people are wondering, is it going to be another Pokemon Legends game? You know, is it going to be the Unova remakes? I'm like, it could be the Unova remakes. But, you know, because obviously there's a lot of Unova Pokemon that aren't in this. Right. Uh, but... But you know they brought back multiple areas from <laughs> from Unova and just like eh, it's randomly here in the terrarium. It's a nice Enjoy. little it's a nice little teaser just to whet your appetite. Yeah. Do do you think so? Like we have Legends, which is you know like old old timey you know like old time Pokemon. We think like that there's a uh like a futures. Oh, I hope so. Well, right, we're cool. like, we're like you, you revisit an area, but like way far in the future, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I hope so. That would be really cool. They just yeah, need to, you know, diversify what their what their futuristic Pokemon look like. I don't want them all looking like Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that then you you've got to do a whole lot. There's probably a whole lot more you have to do on that front. But like, I I love the idea of playing with you know, going back to some of the other regions, but like one doing the old timey and then one doing like, cause, it, cause that's what it feels like, like was the DLC for even for this game, right? Like one that's a bit more traditional and fantasy esque. And then like, give me, give me the hyper sci-fi uh, Pokemon future, basically. Um, give me Pokemon in space, space. <laughs> I basically want the, I mean, it's only a matter of time, right? Yeah, I mean, I want the plot of Star Trek, uh, like Deep Space Nine, but like Pokemon. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, yeah, that would that would be fun. All right, well, that kind of wraps up the uh, Scarlet, and, or this wraps up the Scarlet and Violet era until we get the uh, mythical that shall not be named yet. Um, oh, thank God! <laughs> 
I've been tired. <laughs> well, okay. So, but then I guess along the, the t- same timelines, mm. when do we think we get another announcement? Uh, Pokemon Day. It'll be yeah. a Pokemon Day. A Pokemon, Pokemon Day, Day for sure. Yeah. So February. Mm-hmm. They'll let right. they'll let this DLC ride out, and then yep. Pokemon Day, all bets are off. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, all right. Before we get to the uh, Pokemon fact of the week, only because I know there are some questions uh, about stuff in chat next week, next Monday is Christmas. Uh, we have not decided on what we're going to do for that day, but uh, if we do, I mean, I don't think we'll do anything Christmas day, but we may end up pre-recording something to run or we'll do something maybe Tuesday. So stay tuned. Uh, can't do the Tuesday after Christmas. Do Tuesday. We'll just do, uh, we'll just do it without Christian. If we do no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We'll figure, we will figure something out for that week. Um, if anything, but, uh, but yeah, so just kind of like stay tuned. Um, follow us on Twitter. So we'll discord. will probably be the first to find out uh, what, what we do. So get in on discord. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of go from there. All right. Pokemon fact of the week, Christian. Pokemon fact of the week. We've talked about Jirachi and the most interesting thing about Jirachi is it has a third eye on its stomach. No one ever picks up on the fact that, you know, that's that, an eye. Like, we, yes. This was literally a Pokemon fact of the week. Like two we, years we have discussed this oh. multiple times on the podcast. And your was response to it, your response to it literally was it, wait, that's an eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm nothing if not consistent christian yeah. all right <laughs> uh, just got hit with a brief memory wipe yeah <laughs> but uh so another thing that is established in jirachi lore you know oh it can grant wishes it only can grant three one for each wish tag that's hanging on its forehead so I'm I'm assuming that there are long and bloody wars, you know, over, you know, getting one of those wish tags filled out, you know, because you have to go to Jirachi and stick the tag on its sleeping face and battle it while it's sleeping. Um, so, you know, what what would you do if like Jirachi was like in, it's like, you know, like hibernating, sleeping for a thousand year form and, uh, you know, you go and do the big Jirachi quest. And you show up and the three slots have already been filled. <laughs> Just rip one off. <laughs> this one's mine. Do we know what happens after all the wishes have been used? It goes back to sleep for another thousand years. Oh, for, okay. Oh, for, and then, okay. That's what, yeah. That's so, what. you know, the, the big question is, is how does the Starachi keep showing up when it's only awake for a week? <laughs> for a thousand years. And yet every time I, pull out this Pokemon it is awake it is active like what is happening in time are all the Pokemon games set a thousand uh, words <laughs> every battle um, is a thousand years, thousand years apart <laughs> it's sleeping during all of them How it, amazing! Two actual How eyes amazing aren't it... eyes they're just face markings and it's sleeping how amazing would it be if there was like obviously like like sped up time in the Pokemon world but like only let's say like for only a week out of the year every year jirachi would be like anyone who like had jirachi jirachi would be awake and for the entire rest of the year jirachi sleeping it would be really cool like i was thinking about this with the whole um how like we're getting a bunch of deli bird events across like all the pokemon stuff how would and we have gotten other stuff that's been coded to tie to specific dates before like Mm -hmm. you know like on uh uh, I forget whose birthday it is, but like there's one play like in the Diamond and Pearl and the remakes, 
like when you go to like the snowy city on a specific mm-hmm. day, it's like, you know, it's snowing like sparkles because it's, you know, representing someone's birthday. Yeah. And so I was like thinking how cool it would be if we actually got like almost like Animal Crossing-esque type stuff mm-hmm. where it's like tied to dates and things like that. How cool that would be. I was yeah. just thinking about that. Like yeah, like I was thinking about that when I saw like all the deli bird stuff, and it's like you know like the the whole like live service aspect of these Pokemon games is not something that you know we've really strongly touched on. Like we've talked about like that mm-hmm. shift before. All and I've wanted like, is a live service Pokemon game. Well, and I feel like we're getting more of that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, with like because because there's like you know legendary Pokemon that are coded into the game. That are not currently available. Like Palkia and Dialga, for instance, are only available um and uh you know through an event that happened. And how we'll get more of the same thing with Mewtwo. Only available through an event. We will probably get more of those as time goes on. And yeah. you know, I was just thinking about how interesting that would be to kind of have like, you know, if if instead of like, you know, the cycle of, like, three-year releases for generations, if we just got, like, okay, this is going to be our Pokemon game for the next five years. Mm-hmm. And we'll, like, once a year, we will add, like, a new space that you can buy. Um, yep. And, like, that's how you get, like, your all 1,200 Pokemon species or what well, have you. It's funny, because, like, so I'm playing a lot of LEGO Fortnite right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the thing that kind of excites me about it and it's still very early we have no idea but like the thought that like there will be updates that come to that game that are like new sets or whatever right or like um you know different things kind of unlock for you to build whatever um is very interesting uh like i think like i i think more of this game as like a lego game than less of a Fortnite game but i guess mm-hmm. you're just using the Fortnite engine or whatever mm-hmm. but like that's the kind of like live service with like they can update that till the cows come home um where uh like like that but in like with a pokemon setting would be fascinating yeah no i mean i think there's definitely room to do that i don't think game freaks folks to do it no Uh, absolutely not no i say that that as respectfully as possible like so Here's the thing. I will say this about the Indigo Disc and how like that open world set up. It's the most dynamic one that we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. Of the open world stuff. They do a terrible job at open worlds. It's one like my big criticisms yes. with Scarlet and Violet. Now, mind you, the nature of Pokemon games means you have to have a lot of empty spaces because the focus is not on the surroundings. It's right, on it's you want spots for the Pokemon to show up. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's like little bits and like uh, the. Uh, in the indigo disc that you didn't have in past stuff, like from the reappearance of the nature preserve pride mm-hmm. rock from the lion king is in this game <laughs> um you know like there's just like little things like that like that's yeah. what people want to see more of um and you know that is like one something that like other open world games like the best open world games do that really well um and but you know game freak is learning um, yeah. because like the Indigo disc, like the terrarium is a lot more dynamic than yep. Aldea. Um, yeah. and, I, and, and I used to say like, that is Indigo disc feels like what I've wanted. Oh, Christian, you're still talking, but I think you're muted. Uh, no, I wasn't talking. Oh, it looked like you were talking your camera. No, no, talking. I, sorry. I, I, I got a, um, I, I got some 
stuff. Uh, oh, that, yeah, uh, I'm doing journalism right now, Jim. No, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jim, but I'm doing. No, journalism. no, that's fine. That's fine. Look, my closing goes Indigo Disc, like the, the setting, everything about that is everything I've kind of like I've wanted the Pokemon franchise to work and build towards. Mm-hmm. And like this gives me the hope that as we, as we continue on this Pokemon journey that like, I hope they take all like the cool fun learning stuff and the cool stuff that they built upon this. And, um, and you know, and the, the next one totally blows our minds. Right. Um, because I think this feels the most like learnings that they took from legends that feels a bit more fine tuned here. And so hopefully with just with that evolution, we just keep getting better yeah. and better. Well, I think that the biggest disappointment and it's kind of speaking to like Megan's points about how disappointing this game was, you know, like it's similar to Sword and Shield, like the DLC, you know, I think like the DLC, at least in part redeemed, like not the performance issues, Yep. but like, you know, like I, I can say that I have enjoyed the, uh, Scarlet and Violet more in 2023 than I did mm-hmm. when it came out in 2022. Yes. And that should not be the case. I really mm-hmm. have a problem with that. We'll talk about that in a future episode. But I yes. think now that's two Pokemon games, which, you know, the quality has vastly increased because of the DLC. And so is that's the a problem. That's a problem. So, yeah. All right. Well, with that, so brings us to the end of another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. If you have not done so yet and you liked what you heard today, Head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. If we read your review on the air, we'll send you a sticker. Uh, you can just email PokemonPodCB at gmail.com, and we'll get that out to you. Uh, you can do. You can leave us a, a five-star review on Spotify. You can get involved um, and ask questions in the, the Q&A, and we'll read questions uh, on air uh, as well. So make sure you get on that. Discord, like I've mentioned, a whole bunch. A lot of cool, fun stuff going on there. Card pulls, uh, people getting together for raids, memes, you name it, it's there, uh, which is uh, which is awesome. Um, that said, uh, stay tuned for what we necessarily do for for next week. If we if we do do something, otherwise we may just take a well deserved break. We'll see what happens. Um, but tons of fun stuff. Well, I mean, look, maybe we do something for Pokemon Concierge. I don't know. I'm spitballing out loud here at this point. Um, Tons of fun. We're we're towards the end of a uh, towards the end of the year. Kind of crazy to think that we we have another year of this under our belts and heading into another one, uh, which is great. The road to basically two fifty at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, just, it felt like a year ago that we were just you know celebrating another milestone, and now like fifty weeks later, we're to the next one. <laughs> how, how crazy is that? God, it's, I mean, it's just wild. <laughs> it's okay. less wild that it's less wild with how the how the calendar works more so more wild that well we're still doing it <laughs> yeah that that as, <laughs> as i've said many many times right that's that's the wild part and that's why we should celebrate christian not just the fact that the calendar and the sun uh keeps on moving what uh, do we say to the gods of cancellation <laughs> not today <laughs> so uh so yeah 
Otherwise, if you want to get, uh, like I said, get involved and chat with us, you can find us uh, on X uh, at Pokemon Pod CB. You can find me at Jim Viscardi. You can find Megan at Megan Peters CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. We hope everyone has a great holiday. We hope you get all the Pokemon stuff that you want this holiday season. Uh, and if you didn't, well, maybe you just go buy it for yourself. That's fine. Um, until next week, folks, we'll see you later. Have a good one. Thank you.